0: Hear the gospel of our Lord Jesus according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus left that place and went to the vicinity of Tyre. He entered a house and did not want anyone to know it. Yet he could not keep his presence secret. In fact, as soon as she heard about him, a woman whose little girl was possessed by an impure spirit came and fell at his feet. The woman was a Greek, a Greek, born in Syrian Phoenicia she begged Jesus to drive the demon out of her daughter first let the children eat all they want he told her for it is not right to take the children's bread and toss it to the dogs lord she replied even the dogs under the table eat the children's crumbs then she he told her for such a reply you may go. The demon has left your daughter. She went home and found her child lying on the bed, the demon gone. Jesus left the vicinity of Tyre and went through Sidon, down to the Sea of Galilee and Galilee, the region of the Decapolis. There some people brought to him a man who was deaf and could hardly talk. And they begged Jesus to place his hands on him. After he took him aside, away from the crowd, Jesus put his fingers into the man's ears. Then he spat and touched the man's tongue. He looked up to heaven and with a deep sigh said to him, Ephatha, which means be opened. At this, the man's eyes were opened. His tongue was loosed and he began to speak plainly. Jesus commanded them not to tell anyone But the more he did so, the more they kept talking about it. People were overwhelmed with amazement. He has done everything well, they said. He even makes the deaf hear and the mute speak. This is the gospel of the Lord. Please do take a seat. There is so much in those two readings that we've had this morning that we could look at. But as I often am as I read this gospel passage, I was challenged again this week by Jesus' response to the woman. Because normally we're used to Jesus being kind and considerate and thoughtful and loving and merciful. And this response sounds anything but those things. I don't know if you noticed it. I'm sure you probably did. But when asked to heal his daughter, Jesus said to the woman, first let the children eat all they want for it is not right to take the children's bread and toss it to the dogs. Yes, Jesus has retired to Tyre, a region north of Israel, to try and get some rest, some relaxation, maybe some safety, some time with the Lord to regather himself and his disciples. He's trying to have a quiet time in a house and someone comes to him. But we wouldn't expect Jesus to be rude to somebody. So what is going on with this response? Well, I think the key comes in reading the passage that precedes it in Mark's gospel. Jesus has just been talking to the Pharisees and the Sadducees about what makes a person clean or unclean. And he's caused a mighty upset. One of the reasons he's retired to Sidon, sorry, Tyre, um, because he said it's not what you eat or what you drink, what goes into your mouth that makes you unclean, but what comes out of your mouth. This goes against all of the Jewish laws and all of the things that they've added to the law of Moses in order to keep themselves right with God. Jesus has blown this apart and there are angry Pharisees and Sadducees looking for ways of trapping him, arresting him and ending him. And it's into this context that Mark puts this story of the encounter of Jesus with the Syrian Phoenician woman. Yes, Jesus has caused an upset and he's retired to Tyre, to regather, to let things calm down a bit, to spend time with his disciples. He's trying to be there quietly, not to cause any more upset, any more controversy, Because the more controversy he causes, the less he can teach. And this woman, though, comes to him. Now, thinking about the teaching he's just done on cleanliness, it's interesting that Mark just juxtaposes it with this story. A woman approaches Jesus. Sorry, did that not shock you? Because it would have shocked the disciples. It would have shocked Mark's early readers. That a woman approached the holy man, the teacher. And rather than just ignoring her, walking away, Jesus listens to her. A woman approaches Jesus. A Greek woman now surely you're outraged. Please, it's common decency. And this doesn't mean we don't like the people from Greece. They opened their doors to us this summer so some of us could go on holiday. It was very kind of them. But in this context, people, the people of Israel saw themselves as Jews or Gentiles, Jews or Greeks, people who were in and people who were not. People who were clean and people who were not. And more often than not, men were clean and women were not. Certainly, the people of Israel were more likely to be clean clean and Greeks were not. But don't worry, if you're not outraged yet, it doesn't stop there. Because a Greek Woman approached Jesus who had a demon possessed daughter. She was a woman, she was not a daughter of Israel, and her house was unclean, her family were unclean. Do you see now what Mark? Is doing in putting these two stories next to one another. Jesus has just had an encounter with the Pharisees and the teachers of the law where they've accused him of mixing with unclean people, of his disciples being unclean, of not following the ceremonial washings. And Jesus has said, It's not what goes into the mouth, but what comes out that makes you unclean and now we found Jesus find Jesus encounter in, with this encounter with this woman with triple uncleanliness, and how does he respond? Jesus responds as Partly, we would expect the Messiah was expected to come to the people of Israel, to the children of Abraham. That's what the people of Israel expected. Jesus speaks almost as it would be expected of the day. He's almost saying, what do you expect of me? Don't you know what Jews would think of you coming to me, what my people would understand by you being here and me talking to you. And her response, rather than correcting Jesus, shows that her understanding of the law, of the purposes of God, of the promises of God, is even deeper than that of the teachers of the law. Her response shows that her faith and her commitment to God is even greater than that of the Pharisees. This story, this encounter, proves what Jesus has just said to the Pharisees and the teachers of the law. Because what comes out of her heart And her mouth shows her cleanliness. Shows that she is more than what the people around her would think of her. Lord, she replied, even the dogs under the table eat the children's crumbs. I don't think having studied this passage... This week, that either Jesus or the woman were insulting her or degrading her by referring to dogs. She was acknowledging that she knew that the Messiah was to come to Israel, but she also knew what Jesus had been teaching since the beginning. What the Bible had been teaching since the beginning, what God said to Abraham, that actually the Messiah would come to bless all nations of the earth. He came for everyone. Her answer shows her humility. It shows her understanding, it shows her longing for Jesus and that is what he responds to. She knew what the Messiah would really do more than the teachers of the law and the Pharisees. Mark continues his story with Jesus returning to Israel and healing a deaf and a mute man. This is a clear reference for those watching Jesus and those reading Mark that Jesus is the Messiah. The one who has come to Israel to bring all the nations to worship God. So if you like, Mark's story comes to completion. He explains how, you be, how one is, ho- is holy and clean the encounter with this woman shows that her cleanliness and her understanding of who the Messiah is and then Jesus's actions in healing the deaf mute confirm his identity and as we consider how we might apply this passage to our own lives I think it's helpful to briefly reflect on the passage we read in James thank you Caroline When we think of Jesus' response to the Syrian Phoenician woman and we think of the situation that James describes as people enter the church gatherings, how do we respond to other people? How do we respond to people we meet at home, or in the streets, in our neighbourhoods, in our workplaces? Do we consider some more appropriate to invite to church, more appropriate to invite to Alpha than others? Do we look at people and think, oh, they'd make a good Christian, and others, maybe not? How do we react to different people as they come into our meetings? If we're being honest with ourselves and with God, are there some people or visitors that we're more likely to talk to after the service than others? Are there some people we're more likely to welcome than others? Have you ever felt unwelcome or unclean because the way others have reacted to you, either at a meeting at St. Paul's or at another church? If this is the case, then on behalf of this church and other churches as the vicar, I would want to say, I'm sorry to you. That's not the way we want churches to be, that's not import- more importantly the way God wants churches to be because God loves you, each one of you you're welcome with him and you should be welcome in his home in his people you should be welcome here because Jesus came to break down barriers between nations and peoples. He came for the poor, the oppressed and the marginalized. And we could go into a whole other sermon about the way we love the poor as the second half of the reading from James encourages us to. And I'd love you all to reflect on that yourselves this week but we don't have time I'm afraid this morning we his church are welcomed here welcomed into his heart because of who he is and all he has done and we are called to pay that forward to love other people